Welcome. Do you ever wonder why some poor people are happy while some rich people are unhappy? Are you feeling a hollowness in your life? Do you feel that you are sometimes pretending just to belong? Each and every one of us has a beautiful talent, a gift inside that needs to come out. This is Revelations and Wonders, Secrets to Life and Happiness. Your host is Fabian Edju. As you move along on this earthly journey, it's time to welcome confidence and delight in what life has to offer for a better life ahead. Now, here is Fabian Edju. Hello, friends and dear human being and dear listeners from all over the world. Welcome to this new episode of Revelations and Wonders. Once again, I'm very delighted to be here and to be sharing this incredible and exceptional day with you because um, every single day that each one of us has an opportunity to see uh, a new day, the light, I think we should all be, we should always be grateful because when you go to bed, uh, you never know if you're going to see tomorrow. So when tomorrow comes, I think it just makes sense to be very thankful. And uh, part of being thankful also is acknowledging the fact that um, it's a blessing. And um, because you've been blessed to see another day, therefore you also need to learn how to share uh, with others. And this is the reason why we put together this show, Revelations and Wonders. So if um, you are joining us for the very first time, uh, let me give you a little bit of uh, background as far as why the Revelations and Wonders. So there's a, a, um, a, a common saying that uh, give a man a fish and you fish him and you feed him for a day. Teach him how to fish and you feed him for a lifetime. So revelations and wonders is for individuals seeking fulfillment and happiness in life. So our goal here is to show how simple life truly is and how to remove any apparent complexity in life. So we believe in the self-evident truth that alone is how each one of us came to this earth through birth. And alone is how each one of us will also live this earth through death. So these inseparable poles, pole opposite of our journey on earth, are filled with what we call revelations and wonders. So revelations should be understood as the quest for self-identity and understanding of one's purpose on this earthly journey. Wonders is the search for fulfillment through life experiences with the goal of reaching the state of happiness on earth and the hope that happiness will be our last earthly experience. 
But since no one knows when that last experience will, will come, then revelations and wonders is the quest for fulfillment in every present moment that life offers with an absolute clarity and conviction. And that is what brings us to today's topic, the happiest living man's secret reveal. So it's very frequent to hear people complaining about something. We all do complain about something in life. Sometimes we want to complain about the weather. Sometimes we complain about <clears throat> some of the most simple things that happen in our life. But life has this unique way of trying to remind, trying to remind us to put things in perspective because the person who can really keep their mind open, they will be shown other circumstances that actually show that, uh, showing that the life circumstances are not as bad as, as they think. So from there, then you can quickly learn to appreciate what you have and stop complaining about what you don't have. And this is where this quote from um, Ellen Keller fits in. She said, I cried because I had no shoes until I met a man who had no feet. So from that perspective, you understand that you should be thankful for having your feet and stop worrying or crying because maybe your sneakers just have a little hole here. Maybe there's a crack there because there's a possibility that for that person who has no fit, they will give everything in the world and take your, your sneakers or dirty sneakers or broken sneakers in, ex in exchange for having some fit so that they can at least wear those um, bad sneakers. And part of this is also understanding that when you have an opportunity to learn in life, you also need to have a bigger mind, a bigger heart to be able to also share what you've learned. Because life is a teacher and we learn through the ups and downs. And once we've been blessed with an opportunity to learn, we should never keep that knowledge for ourselves. Because in the end, knowledge is absolutely worthless unless you share it with others. So one of the things that um, I like to always remind myself is that knowledge can also grow and, and blossom just as any other plant. But the difference here is that for the plant, you need to put the seed on the ground and then it will grow, it will sprout, it will blossom, and then many can benefit from it. Whereas if you were to take your knowledge six feet under, the likelihood is, the likelihood is that it's not going to grow. It's not going to sprout. It's not going to blossom. So the best way for your knowledge to actually blossom is going to be through sharing sharing with others. And this brings me to 
sharing the story of this, uh, the happiest living man on earth and the secret, what makes him happy. Despite all the, lo- the life struggles that um, he has gone through, let's just start with his birth circumstances. So just imagine yourself being um, in the middle of Africa. So just to give you a very good uh, context here. So you are at a village where there's only one hospital. And uh, in the village, there's really no taxis. There are really no uh, other means of communication or transportation beside primarily your two feet. And this is the circumstances where a young lady who was in her 19th found herself pregnant and she was due with her pregnancy. As she started to feel that the baby wanted to come out, she went on to grab as much as she could and with her help, with the help of her, her, her cousin, uh, they uh, struggled to get to the hospital and bear in mind that they were working. So throughout the process, the young lady just felt the kid wanting to come out. But she was also afraid that she would not It was not just right for the kid to come out, maybe in the middle of the road. So she would try to hold him back. But she would walk all the way to the hospital, get to, once they get to um, the hospital front front yard, that's where she realized that, you know, being afraid of uh, suffocating the kid, and for the first time seeing the grass, she's like, you know what, I don't want to kill my kid. I want to give him the chance to survive. So therefore, she just let the gate open and the kid came out. And for this young boy, his first contact with the with uh, Mother Earth was literally head on. So this is how the story of this man starts. This is his first encounter with life. Not in a cushy hospital, not in a cushy settings, and uh, so if the, this man actually lived to tell the story, it's also to show you that there's something that he had to learn, even since birth. So growing up, um, the, the, uh, the young boy did not really know his father. He grew up with his mother, who had to pretty much do everything to try to provide um, everything to the to the kids you know like she had to work really long hours and when i say here working this is not somebody who has a cushy job working in at the at the office setting here i'm talking about a mother who had to uh, babysit primarily because back in africa uh, she really never completed her education so uh, she found herself with two kids alone without really anyone to help. Uh, from time to time, she would, you know, get help from, um, from family, but she fully understood that she had to do everything to provide for the kids. For the most part, then, she was not around because she had to go work and make money. So these are the circumstances under which uh, the young boy grew up. Um, 
you can understand that as any kid, uh, it, it would be nearly impossible to think that the kid will be focused on trying to go to school, trying to have good grades in school, because there was really no um, supervision, just in a strict term, that a normal family would have. So, but the you know the kid actually grew up with uh, learning to to understand you know the mother's advice and uh, the rules. But just as any other kid at an early age, you're always distracted. So he was very distracted. Um, and then that also showed some consequences on the, the his performance at school. So it made it very difficult to find other school. So at some point, the young boy found himself living alone at the early age of 13, alone, away from any parent. Um, and this was due to the fact that um, he was not able to, his mother was not able to find a school that would allow him to uh, continue, you know, within the city where they were living, uh, given the fact that he's, he was average at school and, uh, and her mother did not have enough money to be able to corrupt the official to get him to the nice school. So she only had a choice to uh, to find a school elsewhere. So that's how she uh, made the sacrifice to let his son go and uh, try to go to school away from her. So now imagine a 13-year-old having to try to make a, a sense of life, trying to be responsible in terms of being responsible for school, being responsible for trying to live, being responsible for making relationships, trying to make sense of life. And this was not easy. <clears throat> but there, are, there were some times where this young boy, uh, from time to time, would really not be very happy with life as, as a whole because he just couldn't understand why um, some of his friends had, were in, in good family settings, some had money, but he had to struggle. Um, and he had to be in a family where there was really no real meaning to, to live a good life. So, but he quickly also realized that, you know what, there, was all, there were also some kids that, um, you know, they had two family members, uh, like two parents, but they also were in trouble. So it, it became very clear to him that having the two, the two parents was not necessarily a guarantee for happiness and success. So that quickly helped me help him um, understand that he had something to, uh, to uh, he had a role to play in, her, in his own happiness. So that's why, why he went on and did his best at school and did everything that he could until... Uh, when he went to high school, he, uh, he was lucky to, to meet uh, his best friend. And, um, and his best friend, they became friends really out of uh, uh, the circumstances that were not meant directly for him to be a friend of his because his best friend originally was a friend of his brother. But somehow the, 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 the relationship between his best friend and the brother faded out and then, and then um, his relationship with uh, his best friend grew 
which led them to meet again when um, he got to university. And it's then at a university that um, his best friend uh, was aware of a program that called that was called the, um, the Diversity Lottery. It's a program that um, the U.S. always gives away 50,000 visas or green card to uh, profit, to uh, foreigners. And uh, his friend went on to play the lottery for the both of them. So um, he ended up being the one winning, but his friend, his best friend, did not win the lottery. But that did not stop his best friend from helping him uh, despite everything, um, trying to you know, help him get a plane ticket, trying to help him throughout the process, making sure that he can you know, still come to, go to, um, come to the U.S., so luckily for him that he also had a family member in the U.S. Um, who helped him make the process of transitioning a lot easier. So that's how he, he ended up finding himself living the, the uh, living Africa and finding himself in the U.S. So once in the U.S., um, just like any other person, uh, for him he did not speak uh, any English, so he had to learn English. So that's how uh, he ended up watching a commercial on TV. They were showing people, you know, uh, uh, running around and uh, having fun outside. But this was in a military setting. That's, that's also how he ended up deciding to join the military. Number one, to learn the language. Number two, to make his own French. Number three, to immerse himself in the U.S. culture. So... And he ended up successfully joining the military, went to basic training and graduated, and uh, he became a U.S. soldier. So we're going to take a very short break, um, and then we will be covering um, some of the uh, uh, remaining part of uh, this gentleman's life. And then after that, the last section, uh, this is where we would be more talking about how he's able to maintain his level of happiness despite all, all the struggle that he would have to encounter. So we will be back in a very short time. Stay tuned. We're on Facebook along with some of the greatest minds of the world, and that includes you. Visit us on Facebook at Voice America Empowerment. Join host Marla Goldberg each week for guided spirit conversations. This show puts you, the listener, in touch with some exciting guests. Hear how they've helped others and find out how you can help too through Marla's charity shoutouts. Are you ready to shift your current life experience? We've got tips, tools, and techniques designed to help you get started. Guided Spirit Conversations can be heard Thursdays at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific, on Voice America Empowerment. As we age, there are certain situations which we all must face. Care and treatment don't always measure up to what it's supposed to be, and there are many questions that need to be answered. Tune in to Voices for Elder Care Advocacy with hosts Phyllis Amon and Rubina Chaudhry. Seniors deserve to have a more fulfilling life and we'll bring you the answers that you need to hear to make it happen. Listen Mondays at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Empowerment. Broaden your mind. 
Open your heart for a greater understanding of how to express your pure and authentic nature. Tune in and turn on 1111 Talk Radio. Simran, author, publisher, and life mentor, broadens minds and opens hearts to a greater understanding of life, consciousness, and humanity. 1111 Talk Radio is every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. 1111 Talk Radio. You are not on a journey. You are the journey. You are experience experiencing itself. We're on Facebook, along with some of the greatest minds of the world, and that includes you. Visit us on Facebook at Voice America Empowerment. This is Revelations and Wonders, Secrets to Life and Happiness. To reach Fabian Edju or today's guest, call into 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to revelationsandwonders at gmail.com. Now, back to Revelations and Wonders. Hello, friends. Hello, listeners from all over the world. Welcome to Revelations and Wonders. If you are just joining us, today's topic is The Happiest Living Man's Secrets Revealed. And this is the story of a young African, someone who was born in Africa, uh, grew up in Africa through some difficult life circumstances, uh, but also through a good friendship, ended up, you know, finding a way through um, his friends, was able to play the diversity lottery that allowed him to um, to come to the U.S. And then once he got to the U.S., um, he decided to join the military. The reason why he joined the military primarily was because... Um, he needed to learn the language. He also needed to make his own friends. He immersed himself in a culture and trying to learn some skills. So that's how he ended up finding himself in the U.S. United States Army. So over time, um, he was deployed and then he came back. Um, so while he was in the U.S., for some of you who may not fully understand how um, the African st- structure works, so for the most part, people, in order to survive in Africa, they have to work together, and man- mainly in family settings. What that means is when someone succeeds, they have to give a helping hand to others. So it's then in that spirit that um, the young man uh, was able to try to help his family back home. But unfortunately, one of the struggles that most of the diaspora members face is that when you send money back home, um, you're never sure that the money is being used for its intended purpose. Uh, You never know what the money is being used for. First of all, they will tell you one thing and then use the money for something else. So these young men went through such a series of, um, if I can call them, uh, lies. And for the most part, 
um, while it's kind of harsh really to just call it lies because even though they are, one must also fully understand the circumstances, the life circumstances back home. Um, it's not easy for people back home to uh, to make money because of the uh, system, because it's not, um, the opportunities are very limited. So if somebody can find ways to get money or to have other means, they will do whatever it takes, including, you know, um, misleading other family members. Um, and one can understand that even though you don't necessarily have to agree with it, but uh, it's just not an easy thing to do. But anyways, through several struggles, he tried to help his family. And, um, you know, he ended up being very disappointed because every time he would go home, you know, they start a project and then go to find out that the project that they were telling him uh, really never took place. Nothing was happening, but he also had no way of verifying. He only trusts that, you know, families, family members will do the right thing. But unfortunately, um, the money that he had to use to try to help the family were just dead. So in addition, he also started a, a small business back home. But again, he went through the same process as opposed to being just um, having to deal with family members. He's now dealing with not only perfect strangers, but also some of his own friends. So uh, they agreed with um, starting a business and at the end, everybody was just, uh, you know, using the money for their own self-interest. So over time, he then, the young man just lost trust in uh, being able to help people back home. And it's also within that process that he met his girlfriend here and uh, found out that his girlfriend situation was not also the best because uh, she was heavily controlled by her family. She was uh, not able to even truly express herself. But with a little bit of coaching and help, uh, she was able to break free, to break free from her family to uh, try to start her own life with, uh, with a young man. But unfortunately, the young man had to deploy and uh, that also brought a dent in their relationship and they ended up break, breaking up, one following his own path. But later on, since then, they really never uh, let, um, they, let, they really never stopped, you know, exchanging. Uh, they ended up, you know, the, young, the, uh, the girlfriend ended up asking for the young guy to, uh, to try again, that uh, she has changed, uh, things have gotten a lot better. And because they did not really break up in bad, bad uh, circumstances, um, the young man accepted and they ended up reuniting and getting married. And they ended up having two, two children. So um, the young man ended up sacrificing everything that he had just to try to provide any support that he could to his, to his wife. So um, his wife went on to become very successful, making uh, a decent amount of money, and at time also even working all the way to four different jobs. Um, but when the, the young man just realizes, realized that his wife no longer need that amount of help because professionally she already got everything that she wanted, um, he ended up saying, you know, asking for help from his, uh, his wife 
uh, to support uh, uh, the family, you know, financially. But um, the partner refused. She said, no, you knew exactly what you were getting into when you decided to quit your job. So the young man, since he really has always been entrepreneur, he went on to to uh, decide to um, to start his own business. But unfortunately, uh, after quitting his job, he was no he didn't he no longer had the same amount of financial resources. So uh, he proceeded to use his credit card to try to uh, maintain a lifestyle for his family. You know, they also had two kids and and a house. Um, but at some point, it could only, you know, while you're doing that, trying to start a business, it became very difficult to the point where all the credit cards were maxed out. So his wife then realized that uh, there was going, not going to be any other option but to either pitch in or uh, they were going to start having to lose everything that they, they were able to, uh, to get together. But unfortunately... Uh, his wife decided to uh, to file for divorce because, uh, again, she never really wanted to help. Um, and that's how they ended up filing for divorce. And the divorce itself was not an easy divorce because even though when they came to an agreement, they said that they wanted to separate amicably, um, everything just turned in other turns when um, the the lady did not get whatever she wanted. Uh, and then she proceeded to file uh, things in court, uh, um, accusing the young man of all sorts of things, inclu- including including sexual violence, including abuse, abusive behavior, um, mislabeling his PTSD, trying to frame it as somebody who was not who was unstable. So basically trying to use his army, his military background against him. Um, <clears throat> when, the, when the lady was not able to succeed in court uh, to, uh, to get her way based on her own accusation on herself, saying that she was being abused, when the court realized that it was a lie, then the, the lady also proceeded to say that, you know what, this man is also very violent with the kids. So that's how the young man ended up losing his house. Uh, he lost his kids. He became homeless. That means he was really, he had no other place to go because uh, when the police came, uh, they gave him 15 minutes to pack as much as possible and, um, and leave the house. So in the middle of nowhere, without anybody around, without no friends, without no family, the young man only had his vehicle and um, that's how he proceeded then to uh, to go to a home shelter um, and and try to figure out how to move forward with his life. Um, and part of it is also the fact that he was uh, an entrepreneur, you know, growing up already, he already knew how to uh, how to survive. you know, going back to if you if you listen to the first part of the story, that he started living on his own at the early age of 13. And um, he also, back in Africa, he was, he, used to, he was used to selling things on the side of the street. So basically, he already had all the surviving skills. So those are the things that actually help him go through um, uh, homelessness and being able to make it through. 
And uh, one of the things that really struck him was the fact that as a as a veteran, because at some point he had he was put on medical retirement as a veteran, um, the young man find help trying to ask for help within some of the veteran organization. But every single time he was being um, uh, sent on a, you know, sent around, they say, you know, go talk to this agency, go talk to that agency. And from time to time, this agency would actually just ask him flat out, so what did you do with your money? How come you're homeless? You know, without even trying to understand the, the circumstances. But for the most part, he was denied the services from the um, a veteran organization that are claiming to to help the veteran. And uh, the reason why he was being denied the service was primarily because of his income. So basically what they were telling him, he was making too much money, uh, but without really taking into consideration the life circumstances and everything that he was going through. So he was not receiving any help from those agencies that claimed to be helping veterans. But fortunately, he was able to find a home shelter where um, he was able to spend a little bit of time to regroup and try to rethink. So he ended up driving for, you know, some of those uh, well-known rideshare like Lyft and Uber. And that gave him a different perspective because it's true this driving for Uber and Lyft that he started also having a lot of great conversation with other other fellow human beings. And um, through the conversation, uh, he would ask to most of his uh, passengers, asking asking them, so what what makes you happy? He realized that most of uh, his passenger would always point out something external, something like my job, my family, uh, my dog, my this, my that. Uh, but over time, uh, when he would then ask, so is it possible for you to be happy without your dog, your cat, your job, and all these external factors? And uh, he would also go, go on uh, to explain what he's trying to mean by that, meaning have you ever experienced happiness? without your dog, your job, and everything that you you refer to. <clears throat> For the most part, everybody will say, yes, uh, I have been happy without all that. And then he would, f- he would follow up with the questions asking, so what makes you happy in that case? Um, the reaction has always, was always consistent, you know, with to the following follow-up question. People would... Um, People will answer, will be like, hmm, you know what? I've never really thought about it that way. I really, really never thought about what truly makes me happy when I don't have all these external factors. So this is how the whole experience took a different shift in the young man's life. So basically, throughout multiple conversations, he started to find his new voice. He started to help people realize that happiness truly flows from inside out. And he also quickly remembered that uh, even uh, so from experience from his childhood, as uh, I mentioned earlier, <clears throat> when he realized that being happy as a kid is not necessarily conditioned by the fact that you have to have two parents. 
that he also noticed that some of the kids that had both parents ended up not always being good kids, just as much as kids that did not have both parents ended up being good persons. So that helped him fully understand that he had a role to play in happiness. And at the same time, he started observing that there were rich people doing bad things and also ended up very in bad, you know, bad, with bad outcome, being unhappy. While at the same time, there were poor people who had nothing, but yet they were very happy. So that also quickly helped him understand that happiness is not something that is tied to anything external, but more so for something that is internal. <clears throat> So while he was going through all these struggles, he ended up starting to uh, find his voice and his message and start writing um, a lot of articles, trying to share uh, his voice, I mean his message of hope and happiness, trying to encourage people to seek happiness from within. And this is how uh, the young man ended up writing several art articles and ended up getting some attention and um he also got uh, some interest and somebody called him um, to have a conversation. And it's through this conversation that he was offered an opportunity to become, a, a, um, to host a radio talk show. And um, so this is truly the heart and soul of revelations and wonders. Because the story that you probably just heard is the story that led to the beginning of revelations and wonders. So revelations and wonders is the story of someone who's trying to share with all the fellow members, the uh, fellow human beings, the urgent need to seek happiness in life and seek happiness from within. Understanding that happiness is not something that you can get from anything outside. Understanding the difference between joy and happiness because everything that comes from outside just elevates your own level of happiness. It does contribute to your happiness. That's why we like to have those things. We like to be around people. We like to enjoy having those external things because they make life easy and they bring joy. But you have not, you should not confuse the two for being happiness because happiness really flows from inside out. So the story that you just learned is the story of the man who's talking to you right now. It's my personal story. And when I come back within the next, uh, within the last section of this show, I would like to share with you some of the things that has allowed me to maintain a highest level of happiness. So we will be back in a we up after this short break. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. Tune in to Lead Up for Women. 
Speak Up to Lead Up as we celebrate the influence of women in business and beyond. Your host, Colleen Biggs, speaks with guests who have stories to share, have faced adversity, and have become success stories in business, in their communities, and in personal accomplishments. Join the strong and the brilliant ones and understand that the world is ready for you to be at your best. Lead Up for Women is heard live every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Empowerment. When you learn to see things from a spiritual perspective, it changes the way you see virtually everything in your life. Listen for Dr. Paula Joyce and her program, Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. Our program will help you get rid of the negative aspects of your life and invite love, joy, and prosperity into your life. Turn that negative feeling into a positive one. Tune in to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit, every Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Life can be confusing at times. There can be uncertainty, disappointment, and an inability to clearly see where you're headed. But it doesn't have to be this way at all if you understand how to take the next step in your life. Tune in to Living the Miracle with your hosts, Michael and Raphael Tamora. We'll help you to find the deeper meaning that awaits you in your life, have certainty in yourself, and learn to be clairvoyant. Listen Wednesdays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Empowerment. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel, voiceamericaempowerment.com. This is Revelations and Wonders, Secrets to Life and Happiness. To reach Fabian Edju or today's guest, call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to revelationsandwonders at gmail.com. Now, back to Revelations and Wonders. Hello, fellow human beings fellow listeners from all over the world. Welcome back to Revelations and Wonders. If you are just joining us today, today's topic is the happiest living man's secrets revealed. Uh, if you missed out the first two sections, uh, we talked briefly about the story of a young man who was born in Africa and some of the struggle that he went through and uh, he got a lucky break, if I can say it that way, and ended up uh, finding himself in the U.S. When he got to the U.S., he decided to join the military. And um, the reason why he joined the military primarily was uh, to learn the language because uh, he did not speak English. And he also needed to make some own, his own friends and immerse himself in the culture um, in addition to learning some some skills. And the military just seemed something that uh, was a great opportunity because um, uh, when he saw a commercial on TV, he saw how people were having fun running outside, jumping out of the airplane and all this. And he thought, you know, if I put myself in that situation, I think uh, uh, that would help me uh, learn the language and the culture a lot faster. And um, throughout his life in the U.S., uh, he has been subject to a lot of disappointment, um, including uh, 
you know, trying to help his family back home, starting businesses, uh, being abandoned by his friends, uh, his wife also filing for a divorce, um, making up things about him and um, losing his house, uh, his kids, um, having to deal with a system that just seems to care less about justice. Um, but yet he also found a way to find a meaning uh, and a purpose in life, trying to help others find happiness. And uh, before the break, I went on to, uh, to reveal to everyone that's the real secret between, uh, that's a real uh, story of revelations and wonders. And the young man in question is uh, your host, which is uh, me personally, because it's really a personal story. And, and the reason why I'm really sharing is not, it's primarily just to try to show people that regardless of where you find yourself in, whatever happened in life, um, you always have to understand that nothing should ever take away your happiness. You are always in control. And the reason why this show um, is being aired as the happiest living man because it's truly that I am extremely happy. I have learned to understand some of the basic things in life that help me uh, always stay focused and always protect my happiness. So here are some of the, the uh, simple secrets that allow me to... Um, to remain happy, regardless of whatever happens around me. So first of all, you have to find a greater purpose in life. So you need to have a purpose that transcends you as individual. And such a purpose has nothing to do with uh, making money, having anything to do with any materialistic aspect of life. That means it's something that has to transcend uh, the physical element of life. So the, your greater purpose should not be just trying to have a house or have a car, have this, have that, because in the end, you can always lose all those things. So if you attach yourself to those things, what that means is when they take it away from you, it's like if they were taking away your soul. So you're better off finding a greater purpose in life. And for me, my greater purpose in life is really to learn to understand uh, the purpose of life itself, the laws of nature, God, my relationship with God, and also my purpose in life, which I have come to, from personal understanding, is really to um, to try to help other people find happiness. And it makes me truly happy. So what that means is once you have that greater purpose in focus, part of your responsibility and your job is to protect that making sure that nobody takes a, takes it away from you, and this greater purpose must always be not something that is um, physical or just tangible. It's something that you have to hold from inside, because through through that is also where you're going to find your greater level of happiness. In addition to that, you also need to have some core principles, you know, guiding principles for your life. For instance. You have to be able to understand the difference between values and, and principles. Principles are things that will never change because those are, those are the foundation for who you are as an individual. 
for instance, for me, a core principle is respect. That means treat others as you would like to be treated. Because with respect, uh, everything else can can happen. You know, like um, when you treat other people the way that you think um, they should be treated as human being, um, then you would always try to act appropriately. You will not try to hurt anybody. You will not try to lie to people. You will not try to take advantage of others um, because that's how you would like to be treated. So that should be a core principle. And uh, what the difference between a principle and a value is that the value changes over time. For instance, uh, when you were a kid, you used to like ice cream. You know, it was a big thing for you. It was a big something that if you were somebody were to ask you, what do you value so much? You would probably say, I love ice cream. You know, this is something that I value. But over time, when when over over time when you grow up, um, ice cream start having less importance because of maybe the way that it may affect you, it may affect your life. Um, but so that that's just a way to try to understand the difference between what's you know value value do, do change over time, uh, but your core principle should always remain the same, which also lead me to being able to respect others because others also have a free will. Uh, they have to have the level of freedom to express who they truly are. So even in any single situation. Uh, when you find yourself dealing with other people, you have to respect the fact that they are also individual just as you. Um, so they have to be able to express the, themselves freely. What that means is even if somebody that you care for or care about start lying about you, respect the fact that they are just expressing their free will. That's why respect is very important. So don't take it personal. Try to live... Don't take it personal because just frame it as somebody who's really expressing the true nature. So, but also try to disassociate with your, yourself with that, right? Because um, if that is not who you are as a person, therefore you should not let that affect you, you know, because it, it's somebody else expressing the true nature through their own free will. So another thing then that lead to all this is being able to live with detachment. If you listen to my uh, most recent, um, the most recent episode, you know, living with detachment is that basically you are, your desires are not really um, just to gather things or to possess things, right? Like, um, it's, it's okay to, to want things, but don't just attach yourself to it. Understand that money is just a thing. Understand that a vehicle is just a thing. Anything material is just a thing. Therefore, use it as a tool. Just like any other tool, they come and go. So if you, if you cannot detach yourself from it, then what happens is that can also be the place where people can get you when they know that you are attached to something, let's say somebody steals your money, then you start going crazy because somebody took away your money. Maybe they take away $100 and then you start running left and right and try to sue them, going to court, all this, start insulting, which is not also a good reflection of who you are as an individual. If you think that you are above all these things, so then understand that it's just a thing. 
just let it go. If they stole away from you and you did not do anything wrong to them, then you should be able to just let it go and move on. Use your time and energy to try to rebuild yourself. It's just like a setback. But even though you have to live with detachment, you also have to live with attachment. Attachment to your own self-principle. That means there are things that you will never compromise in life, regardless of where you find yourself. For instance, for me, something like respect. I have to always respect people, regardless of the circumstances. And uh, I also have to have uh, some guiding principle that allows me to choose my friends very carefully. I don't want to associate myself with people of low moral characters. That means you have to only allow within your inner circles people who can add value to your life. And this filtering mechanism is within your own control. So if, whether it's a family member, it's a friend, it's a perfect stranger, you always have the choice and the freedom to associate with those people. So if you want to maintain it, even though you know, maybe they just they have questionable moral characters. Then it's a choice. Understand that it's a choice. Therefore, they will all, always be uh, guilty by association. So, under, also understand the notion of guilty by association because uh, this is a fundamental aspect of life. Understand that everything that happens to you, you are fully responsible for it. And this is very important because you have to take full responsibility. But unfortunately, we tend to always think that um, everything, the consequences always come from everything that happened within only one lifetime. Uh, But for somebody like me, I do believe in reincarnation. um, And I also do believe that, you know, there are things that are probably done in my previous life that I have to pay in this life. So that's why it's very important to understand the concept of guilty by association. So... What that also means is you may have also thought something, you know, you're thinking, you're talking, that you cannot control all that. So there's also a possibility that some of the way that you've thought, maybe you've thought, you know, you've had mean thinking about somebody else or something. So it may come back in a different form. You may never know. So always put yourself in a position of that you are guilty by association regardless of whatever happens. And for instance, in my divorce case, nobody forced me to be into this relationship. I chose to do, to get in there freely. Therefore, if I'm facing some struggles, I should not blame anybody else. I should not also blame my partner. I just have to respect the fact that she's who she is. She's only expressing who she is as a true person, as her own individual. Therefore, I put myself in that situation. So that's what I mean by being guilty by association and taking full responsibility. So also understanding that uh, life has some basic laws and try to understand the laws, the purpose of life and all this stuff. So that would also help you find that uh, the greater purpose in life that I mentioned, uh, I talked about briefly. So there's so much more that we can cover and that we can talk about throughout this. But uh, since we are running out of time, I just hope that this is enough to make you realize the importance of being very intentional about finding purpose, meaning and fulfillment in life. I invite you to listen and discuss with uh, what you've learned today with, uh, with friends 
And if you have any questions, feel free to uh, reach us at revelationsandwonders at gmail.com. If you are uh, inspired and would like to share uh, a story, you can always uh, email us at the same address. If you would like uh, to sponsor this uh, show, you can reach out to our executive producer. Her name is Sandra Rogers at sandra.rogers at voiceamerica.com. Or you can call her office at 480-553-5756. I truly, truly hope that you will join us again next week. But for now, I wish you happy and a beautiful day. Thank you for joining us for Revelations and Wonders, Secrets to Life and Happiness. Please join host Fabian Ed Jew again next Monday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Invite a trusted friend to listen and discuss today's show and use this week's blessings to better your life. <laughs>